Galaxy Brain take on film, on audio, uh, that Area 51 is populated by zombies, not aliens. Nobody has ever worked at Area... No, nobody's ever gotten into Area 51 and lived to tell the tale. Not even the people who work there. My hot take, it's populated entirely by zombies. You know what's in Area 51? What's in Area 51? SCPs? Yes. Nah. Even rarer. What? Shiny Pokemon cards. A Chick-fil-A. <laughs> what? <laughs> With pride flags. Guilt, <laughs> guilt, guilt-free chicken, chicken nuggies. <laughs> Just the food court, motherfuckers. <laughs> Concept of <laughs> now I've got a, a Chick Fil A flying like a bunch of pride flags, and I have a tagline: "Guilt-free chicken nuggets." It's really good to me. <laughs> if I saw that, in, now if I saw that in anywhere that's not like Area Fifty One. Like, if, if I didn't have to cross to the other side to fucking get to that shit, I would avoid that. Like, I would, like, one would avoid a box with a stick propping it up. <laughs> yeah, it feels like bait. But I like the idea. I like the, I really like this idea that um, Area 51, everything in it is something that's ridiculously rare. Like, you said that was just a food court. I like the idea that it's just like a normal like shopping mall or something, but every but every store and thing in it is something that's ridiculously contradictory they sell the, and rare. The, the limited edition Ducky Momo lacquer set with <laughs> that says "I hate people." <laughs> Full of that. Oh man, <laughs> they got they got some uncrushed up. Uh, See, the whole alien, the whole alien thing only came up because they have some unburied copies of E.T. for the Atari in there. That's where that <laughs> rumor came from. That's where that came from. Someone um, asked, they were like, what's in Area 51? And, and the dude was like, the aliens. Aliens. And, yeah, aliens. It's like, uh, it's like when, it's like in all those shows when, um... <laughs> The guy's doing something, like, super hyper, like, fate of the world important. And their mom's like, Hey, Billy, what you doing up there in your room all up? Uh, j- uh, just jerking off! See, what? <laughs> Don't come in! Do what? <laughs> okay, come on, that's Timmy Turner, where'd Spider-Man? you get all this stuff? <laughs> Area 51? Spider-Man Homecoming. What? That did happen. Yeah, that's a trope. You oh. can fucking look it up. That happens all the damn time. Ned, what are you doing oh. in here? I'm... Um, Looking at 
porn. What's an alien 51? Aliens. Yeah. The uh, the other uh, installation of food court is McDonald's with a working ice cream machine. <laughs> I feel like Ariel... And they serve you all your drinks in plastic cups that aren't red. Or what? blue. Blue? No, this red. is why McDonald's have blue. And sometimes blue. All, not always the plastic cups are always red. You mean the solo cups? Yeah. Solo yeah, cups. they're sometimes McDonald's blue. McDonald's solo cups? No. They just have, like, just regular cups. Ones. They have the cardboard ones that are like white and red. We're not talking about what yellow. McDonald's has. We're talking about solo cups in general. Okay. Um, Where'd you get Mickey D's? Let's see. Because he said, I don't know. They've got... How much farther can we take this before it stops being funny? <sighs> Do we have I bet to... they have a male cow with others. Can <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that? <laughs> alright, 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 alright. Real quick, real quick, we should say, this is Storyboard. I'm Nick. I'm Devin. I'm Laura. And we watched Back to the Barnyard. Um, that was a masterful Yeah, we're sorry, too. That was a masterful okay. segue. Now, for, for a bit of backstory, we just watched five episodes of Back to the Barnyard, and... Nobody brought up the fact that Otis is a male cow with udders. I also neglected to bring... Hey, isn't... uh We didn't watch any episode where the ferret tried to eat the chicken. We also didn't see any episodes where the chicken, like, was like almost died. Yeah, yeah these were which constantly happens. These are Otis and Pig-centered episodes. Yeah. yeah, which we would be sorry about, but... We don't we much don't, care. We, honestly, Pig is the best one. Yeah, I don't know if there's a best one. He's, he's, uh, he has his dignity, but is shameless at the same time. That's fair. And I respect that in Pig. And Otis is just a fuck mongrel, and the ferret has, <laughs> what, what is he? He's a ferret, right? He's a ferret with, he's like a, a weasel. Multitude. He's, he's not a, he's a bundle of problems pretending to be a ferret. He's, he's, he's neurotic, and also he wants to eat the chicken, but he is desperately trying to make himself not eat the chicken. Chicken is his best friend. He lacks a personality, and the chicken... The chicken has strong Donatello energy. Which, oh, man, you're like right! The chicken's, like, the only nice character in the show. He's, like, the only decently, like... This chicken would, like, say, hold a door open for you. He's the only one who would hold a door open for well, you. Well, the, pig, the pig's pretty nice. Uh, yeah, yeah but he's, he's still... The pig a... would hold the door open for you, but then burp while he's doing And the one lady cow is just annoying... And then the other lady cow is just just sassy black lady, and that's the entire personality. Essentially, it's not not the great. Not a, I would say it's not a very good cast of characters. It's I'm not. gonna say I I think I think it's really telling that the only nice character is also the one that they have established that the universe is desperately trying to wipe out of existence. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't it like a thing that the chicken was unlucky? He's accident prone. Yeah. Before I go any farther, I want to say that we're watching this show because uh, my girl Megs to Blook at Megs to Blook Megs to Blook oh zero zero K. You just said it. You just said Megs to Blook. I know. You said nine hundred times. She's got her her Twitter handle has two zeros where the O's should be. That's what well, Twitter... Say it again. What? Next hurt. You said next blog. That's it. <laughs> we watched Back at the Barnyard because our girl next blog, whose Twitter handle is next blog, except the two O's are zeros, told us to watch it. Thanks, Meg. And then Laura made us. 
because it was her pick. Uh huh. Because Nick and I have been picking. Laura had her pick, and it was either this or Coconut Fred's Fruit Salad Island. Oh, don't worry. I'm saving that for another day. We will get there eventually. That is not a promise. That's a threat. Laura but... might seem like the nice one, but actually, she's a sadist. I wanted yep, and to... a masochist. I wanted to say we were saving it for a rainy day, but rainy today day. today was quite rainy, and that's why I'm sleepy. Does rent make you sleepy? My vibe is pretty damn sleepy today. Yeah, I don't but know does... if it's because it's rainy or because I was rainy or because we watched Back to the Barnyard. Does anyone else get sleepy on rainy days, or is that just a Gavin thing? I, think I, I mean, might do it. it might be because it's like dark, and your brain's like, oh, dark, it means to sleep. I don't know. Anyway, we watched Back at the Barnyard. Yep. I wanted to take a nap, but we had to watch Back at the Barnyard. But I held the the proverbial knife to Gavin's throat. I wanted to absorb some good media, but we had to watch Back at the Barnyard. I was... I wanted to go to Nana's 11th, 12th birthday party, but I had to watch Back at the Barnyard. What? I wanted to nurse some sick baby birds back to health, but I had to watch Back at the Barnyard. We're a podcast network, not a wildlife sanctuary. I do all sorts of shit in my free time, and my time wasn't free today because I had to go back to the barnyard. (laughs) It's actually back at the barnyard. Motherfucker. The episodes we watched. No, you guys don't care what seasons and numbers of the episodes they are. Uh, Mextapluk does. Yeah, we do, Laura. Okay, hold on. Let me hey, did Mextapluk give any specific reason why she wanted us to watch? Because she wanted us to suffer. Mainly because it's Buckwild. Yeah. One thing I think we all specifically want to get into... Is the plot of Fossil Fighters 1. Nope. <laughs> the, only, the only saving grace... It opens when you get off a boat and a, and a man asks right. you what your favorite dinosaur is. It's all uphill from there, but... <laughs> the, only, the only saving grace of the show did not come from the show itself, but many years later, but we'll discuss that later. The episodes we watched were not in the order we watched them, just the order they show up on the Wikipedia page. We watched episode season one, episode one, the good, the bad, and the snotty. Season one, episode three A, Shea Pig. Season one, twenty four A, Pig and Muck. Season two, one B, Buyers Beware. Happy animal fun time. What the fuck? Uh, in season two, six A, Little Otis. Before okay, before we go in to okay. the first episode. <laughs> I think (laughs) because this is a a, a television series based on a movie, I think it's about time we look up a plot synopsis of the Back at the Barnyard movie. That's good. That's a good idea. I can tell you the plot synopsis. You tell me the plot synopsis, and I'm going to read the plot synopsis. Fucking... There's a bunch of coyotes, and they're like, we're going to eat all the animals. And the cow's like, no, you're not going to eat the animals. And the name co- is Ben. Ben the cow. And the coyotes are like, that's basically Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. Ah, oh, damn it! And the coyotes are all like, we're going to come eat all the animals. And then Ben the cow fights them all off. And then the coyotes are like, okay, we're going to come back and we're going to eat the animals. 
And then Ben's like, no, you ain't. And then they do, but then they kill Ben. And then Otis is like, I'm going to fight off all the Coyotes using back alley fucking slapstick dumbass humor. And motorcycles and bullshit. And then Otis fights off all the Coyotes and avenges (laughs) his dead ass dad. Otis is the adopted son of Ben, and you know how much you know how much of the movie this series uh, acknowledges. That's right. If you guessed none, you'd be correct. Yeah, all right, all let's see it. here. Otis, played by Kevin James, is a carefree young cat who prefers playing with his friends rather than accepting responsibility. I'm not going to get the whole one. Um, they throw a party. Uh, ben, who guards the fence line. Uh, I think I did a perfect job of Otis it already, Otis is assigned Nick. a shift along with Ben. Ugh. I don't want to sit here and listen to you read off the nine paragraphs of the plot synopsis of this movie, alright? There are coyotes, and Otis... the cows fought him off, and Dad died. Otis has a love interest who's pregnant during the movie, and then she has the baby, and they name him Ben. And they're both missing from the series. Is that true? Yes. Oh my I've gosh, never right. seen the movie, but I know this. Gavin didn't know that. They were erased. They were Thanos snapped away and replaced with Abby. Now, I, well, that's because this show happens in an alternate reality. It does. Uh-huh. This like, happens, such as Nick suggested. This happens stop, in we the... need to talk about parallel universes. <laughs> before we can understand this show, we need to explain parallel universes. <laughs> in the... In the in universe A, uh, Otis is played by Kevin James, and his dad Ben dies, and he kills the coyotes. And well, no, the universe in which Otis has an actor that plays him is this one. When he's fine, the universe where he sounds like Kevin James, Gavin. Thank you. In this universe, he marries Courtney. And they have a Courtney's tra- her name? Yeah. Her Courtney Cow. I thought she I think she was already pregnant when he met. Did he? <laughs> Our name was Daisy. Um, <laughs> Wait, she- where does Diddy come in? It's Daisy. Any of that statement, I just It's Daisy. Hey Laura, uh, that entire thing was unintelligible as hell. That's fine. I don't know. Nick, I would like to veto you coming through the plot synopsis of this thing (laughs) for nine and a half years, and I would like to just talk about the episode. Um, Otis has a child. Unclear on how he does that. (laughs) Well, he has others, so... (laughs) She was already pregnant. Okay, so they Yeah, but Nick said Otis had a child, which I would believe at this point. No, 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 I said they had a child. Otis uh, popularly headcanoned... This is not a joke. It's popular your headcanon that Otis is a trans icon, and you know what? I support it. But so is Ben, then. Yeah, pretty much all the cows, all the male cows. Adopted child. And you know what? You know what? That, that explains why Otis is a wildly different color than Ben. Yeah. <laughs> he was already adopted in the thing. And also in the thing, Ben says, I used to sit out here with a sister. With your sister, and Otis was like, I don't have a sister. And he was like, oh, that was you. And that's why it's headcanon. Yeah, I support it. Good for you, y'all. The show is not good. <laughs> yeah, but can our can our big old trans icon not be this terrible fucking show? <laughs> 
I think I think it says a lot that the only saving grace about, about this show is that um, a, the only saving a dumb a, a dumb design choice led to people making Otis into a trans icon. The, the only the only saving graces of the show are what people have done after its completion many years later. <laughs> As a result of weird design choices, yes. And certain medical professionals that we'll get into later. Hey, so you know the male cows don't have others. I think there's an episode where <laughs> Otis fights a bull. What? This show's whack, y'all. Oh. We, we can't do this all day. We can't do this all day. We gotta keep. We. I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna talk about. They have others. Why? In the movie. I don't. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yep. Hey, why does the farmer let the ferret stick around? That's a good point. Well, it, it I also, get the also, cows. he's a weasel. He's a weasel. I, I why the does ferret. the farmer let the pig funny. stick around? Because it's a farm and he has a pig. pig. Why? That's what why do farms. farmers have pigs, Laura? He saved the pig from a, from being set to meat. I And he loves him <laughs> as a son. Stop. <laughs> the farmer is canonically vegetarian. <laughs> Listen, words fail me right now, please. Help. I, okay, I actually like this idea. I like the idea that this is a farmer who actually does not profit off of his farm other than milk and eggs. No, but yeah. he just keeps a lot well, of animals because he, he likes animals. Yeah, he has yeah. he's got crops and milks and eggs and like, he loves the f- animals. Like, he knows that he could make money by, he's kind of a by slaughtering pigs. He's, he's kind of a a, a bumbling idiot, but like he's kind of a sweetheart. He's nice. He's the nice. farmer doesn't know he's a bumbling idiot. He thinks he's a pig, no, and so far everything's normal. Idiot. Everyone's a bumbling idiot, except for Peck. Peck, and maybe the girl cows, because girls aren't allowed to be stupid. Abigail is no. Well, that's sexist because Abigail's a dumbass motherfucker. Not Abigail, Bessie. Bessie is the only smart one because she doesn't interact with the others nearly as much. Called Abby Abigail. I can't deal with this. (laughs) I feel like they. I feel like they called her Abigail, didn't they? (laughs) No. Fine. We need to talk, please. Abigail's her full name. The sooner we get out, I'm going to do the plot synopsis for the first episode. Okay. Who the hell put it in your head that girls aren't allowed to be dumbasses? Of course they are. I know. I know they are. Show writers don't know that. (laughs) Anyway, Abby's an idiot. I'm an idiot. I can tell you firsthand that in real life, girls are allowed to be dumbasses. In the first episode, Otis and Co. (laughs) convince the farmer. To go to... It was BeatCon, right? TurnipCon. TurnipCon. Oh, oh can I have failed? God, Nick. <laughs> he leaves, and uh, it is revealed that they were doing so so Otis could celebrate his birthday party. I want to know how old Otis is. I don't. <laughs> Fair enough. Continue. As young as the newborn fawn and as old as the mountain it sits upon. Nick, please. <laughs> Nick, please. You can't say that and expect me to keep going. Fucking okay, watch okay. me go. <laughs> I didn't At the know same... shows could be alcoholic. 
But here we are. <laughs> oh, my ribs. At the same time, at the same time, at the same time, Eugene, the garbage boy. <laughs> I like to call him uh, Enragement Child and uh, Nelson Knockoff. Yeah. He, he He's colloquially known in the show as Snotty Boy. Yeah. Anyway, he shows up and he's going to stay the summer or whatever season this is. <laughs> we can't. With his uncle and Aunt Beattie. Um, Aunt Beattie is annoying. She thinks that the animals are alive and she is trying to prove so. Well, I bet a lot of people <laughs> think the animals are alive. <laughs> And Beanie knows that the animals can talk, and she doesn't think it. She knows it because they can. Otherwise, there's not a show. Actually, no. This whole show is just Aunt Beanie's fever dream. They can't talk. Actually, it's my job. Yeah, but She's anyway, parrot purgatory. Mm, we got one of those. <laughs> she she knows, or at least heavily suspects that the animals are sapient. And can speak English? No, because she sees them do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Nick, go. Stop interrupting and let him go. Let the man finish. Because the farmer is leaving for Turnip Con, he goes to the Beaties and asks them to have Nathan watch their watch his animals. Before this, we we I skipped over the best character, who's Nathan Beatty. Nathan Beatty sends. Eugene over to do so because that will mean that he's out of his house. Nathan goes there, or Eugene, and he's a little shit. <laughs> he shoots all the animals with glue gives from them, his giant glue rifle. Gives them hot sauce pizzas. Yeah. After that, the animals are like, we gotta get rid of this kid. And then they uh, organize a coup. <laughs> Who? They lure him out with a corn dog and then proceed to basically murder him. Yeah, they, they shoot him with eggs directly out of hen buds because that's how that goes. What What do you think are the net the Newtons generated by the average <laughs> Gavin hen shot no, egg? Gavin, we, I, mm, I they, can't handle this, Gavin. They get rid of Eugene and then Otis is like. Well, now we can party, and everybody's like, uh, but you're the reason Eugene showed up. And then Otis is like, yeah, but... And they're like, okay. <laughs> and then... Uh, That's the episode. Roll and then, credits. And then Nathan Beatty kills Eugene with a, with a chainsaw. The amount of time it took for us to get through that versus the content in the episode, I think, really tells to what it's done to us. Here's what happened. I mean, we can break it down into, like, the most simple parts. I want to do anything but back at the barnyard right now. Anyway, so my first note about this show is that I hate every character <laughs> and all of their designs. That's funny. My first note is everyone hates me right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had to do it. We really didn't. You know, you know what? I thought that this was going to be better than I was expecting, and I was wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember watching it so much as a kid, because they constantly had it on, and that just goes to show that kids will put any, will consume anything that is placed in front of them as long as it's not food. 
My last note I have on here. I mean, when I was a kid, if you put food in front of me, I would. Fine. They'll consume anything that's placed in front of them except for vegetables. I think kids will just consume everything. Except for vegetables. They're like Pac-Man. Kids will devour all. Yeah, they're the future. The, the last two notes I have are his only defining character trait is corn dogs, and they dance in a circle to indicate romantic attraction. No, <laughs> no they were square dancing. Oh, okay. Because it's barn. Because it's a barn, Laura. And Otis the- and Abby have crushes on each other and pretend like they don't, and it's the worst chemistry I think I've ever seen. Yeah, that's fun. Like, they're written <laughs> as friends, not potential romantic partners. It, but, but but even they... then, Otis is a big jerk. Look, guys, this show. I'm not getting into the romantic subplots of this show. <laughs> quite frankly, because what about the mouse with the big cow? Yeah, the mouse is in love with Bessie. Thanks. What guys. about Bessie? Now I'm nauseous. Anyway, um, I hate. What about the mouse who's? Who's clearly Speedy Gonzalez, but yeah. not. Oh, it's just Sheen doing a bad Mexican accent, basically. Oh my god, it is, ain't it? Yeah, it's that's the voice actor. This is the same. I think this is the same company that did Jimmy Neutron and Planet Sheen. <laughs> hey guys, when are we gonna watch Planet Sheen? Oh god. Oh god. Anyways, episode oh. one opens up with the best joke ever. What's the best joke? They're shooting a commercial, and they're like, Alright, everybody, quiet. What? Quiet? What? I think he said to be quiet. Oh, quiet! And everybody's yelling at each other to be quiet, but they they can't hear, because they keep talking. That's good. You get it? That's really good. I know. I liked TurnipCon. The concept of TurnipCon is amusing on its own, I feel. Why? Hey, why is this farmer... So easily tricked by all these fucking animals. He's a farmer. He is a professional animal person. He should be like, boo, animal, like from 50 miles. Why the fuck can he just put on a mustache and not even like an overcoat? Laura's theory corner. All right, yeah. The farmer's blind. The end. No. The farmer knows that the animals are can talk. He He plays he he humors them because he loves them that was literally about what i was about to say <laughs> i was going to say that this man is an animal expert and he knows the best way to keep your animals from getting depressed is to is to let them party <laughs> give them enrichment he's keeping them stimulated the why do, he has raised such hyper intelligent animals through these very through these very practices you stimulated not stimulated stimulated why does he fall for all of their bullshit then? Like, why does he constantly he, have not bullshit? bullshit. Not he bullshit, Cash. No, no bullshit. I, I know. <laughs> oh my god. God. Fuck. Why, okay, then why does the farmer constantly fall for all the animals' crap? Because, like, he constantly gets himself hurt in a physical, bodily harm like manner. He loves them. He does really love them. He's willing to take right. one for the team. You know, you, you, when when I have to when I have to give my bunny his medicine and he scratches me, I still love him. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But has your bunny ever drugged you? He might have. I don't know. 
I couldn't tell you. I was drugged. All the characters look ugly, and I don't like the way that any of them walk, because they all have this weird waddle. Yeah. And it's really disturbing to look at. I mean, at least their their thighs aren't clipping through their crotches, I suppose, but... The humans look the worst, which is why this show is about animals. Cows were never meant to be anthropomorphized. Yeah, listen. Mm. It does... Otis's legs are so fucking short, and then, like... Yeah, it looks very strange and uncomfortable. His belly around his udder is, like, giant and bulbous, but then his belly further up is, like, really thin, and then his chest is there, and it's, like... And his hooves look like they're coming out of sleeves. (laughs) The hooves don't look like hooves. The hooves look like they're wearing latex mittens. Yeah. That's a concept I never wanted to think about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess you could, like, make the case where it's like, oh, well, Mickey Mouse doesn't look like a mouse, but also, like... (laughs) Mickey Mouse is not masquerading as a real mouse. I can't talk. He's also pleasant to look at, or these things are quite not. (laughs) Latex mittens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> episodes could have subtitles this episode's subtitle would be latex so I know that this is too much to expect from the show but uh, this one has probably one of the most irritating lines of logic that I've seen in a while and that is that all the animals get angry at Otis because it's like uh, you're the reason that Eugene is here there's no way he could have known that would have happened Yeah, there, like he could not have predicted that yeah, but it's people, not... but childish motherfuckers don't, like, use logic and reason and then place blame accordingly. They just go, the thing happens because you did your fault. It's not like none of them These are grown-ass cows, thing. Gavin. Like, they know. were all down for her. They were all down to, for the con. They were down for the, they were down for the con for the turnip con. Uh, buyers beware. Cook. Could you say they were confident in the con for the turnip con? I'm gonna leave. This podcast is now a two-person affair. Sweet. We can go back and watch a better show. <laughs> Buyers beware. This starts with, I don't know, they're hanging out or whatever, and the farmer comes over, he puts out a sign on the front yard that says, Welcome, buyers. Uh, Otis deduces that means, oh shit, he's selling the farm. We can't let them do that because we don't know who's gonna buy it, and if we're gonna be made to be beasts of burden or slaughtered slaughtered they do mention that in the first episode they do mention that being slaughtered is a possibility yeah i think bessie says you got rid of the man who's the only thing standing between us and a sesame seed bun which is a little fucked up considering these are sapient creatures and it's not even correct just because the farmer takes a holiday doesn't mean like doesn't mean the hamburger is gonna <laughs> crash through the window and just get to town on these I unguarded like, gems. I mean, what? what? Like, I like how this show likes to assume that any human that looks at a regular cow is just like, let me get my burger out of that. Let me get right my Swiss now. Army cleaver. Just oh. go to town. Anyway, uh, Otis dresses up as a real estate salesman named. Dick Human from Dick Human's Real Estate. I feel like we didn't capitalize enough on his name as Dick Human. He does keep saying Dick Human. He does keep saying Dick Human. In a really fast, talky voice. So, like, a couple comes by and Pig and Abby pretend to be annoying neighbors and they leave screaming. Two parents and their two children come by. They're like, hey, 
welcomed by this shit. Also, we have a pond of radioactive waste. There's a tangent in there. I'll discuss after this. <laughs> a granny comes by. It takes four hours to scare her with keys. And then they, and they're like, yeah, we got rid of all the buyers because there could only be three. So they find the farm. Hey, there were like... Three parties that were... Yeah, three parties. The kids weren't going to buy the house, <laughs> Gavin. So they find the farmer crying at a picnic... You're right. They find the farmer crying at a picnic table. He's like, oh no, the buyer family reunion is ruined. We're all so close. They're like, oh shit, his last name's Buyer. So they go abduct all the people and bring them back and the people are mad at him for a moment and then they hug because they're a close family. And then they eat some watermelon. I don't know. Hey, can I talk to you about a joke that I enjoyed? Please. In this show... They find out that they weren't talking about people trying to purchase the farm. They were talking about the buyer family reunion. And they go, Ah, no, how are we supposed to know the farmer's last name is Buyer? And it it flashes over to his answering machine. It's like, Hello, this is the buyer residence. Leave your name and number and I'll get back to you. And it, it goes to him trying to pull up a stump. I'll get this stump out of here if my name isn't Buyer. And it is. Farmer Buyer, that's me. That's my last name. That's my last name. Don't wear it out. And then it cuts to the FBI, and they're like, (laughs) Come out with your hands up, Farmer Buyer. And then he leans out the window, and he's like, You'll never take Buyer alive! That joke would not have been funny if it weren't for the FBI. And then it cuts away to the sound of a gun cocking. (laughs) Oh, God. Which, Which leads me to believe that this man is smarter than everybody thinks. Smarter than your average farmer. He that was bad. he was getting busted for his genetic experiments. Which I mean, did, <laughs> sapient animals. Did you see how many FBI agents there were there? There were at least three, and they looked like regular. No, no, no. Hold up, hold up. They first of all, they said they were the FBI. All right, there were like three squad cars gathered around this dude's house, and there were a bunch of people pointing guns, and presumably more off camera. And you think it was smart of him to cock his gun in defiance of that? It's a really good gun. Now, obviously, he's still walking, so, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he is smart. Um, Ben's tombstone isn't the, other, isn't the only one out there. Holy shit. He didn't dig them graves. He fed them to the animals. <laughs> Pigs will eat anything. This has gotten dark quick. Um, I want to talk about the tangent about the nuclear waste, because, oh, fuck. How do you buy nuclear waste? The internet. Okay. So it starts off with Freddy and Peck in a fucking deer costume. Freddy drinks some fake waste, and Peck comes out of the costume like, oh, look, he grew another head. And then Freddy starts shooting laser beams out of his eye. Oh, this is like... Cool, how'd you do the laser eye thing? He's like, well, I wanted it to be realistic, so I bought some real radioactive waste. And then it cuts to a whole segment about Dr. Pig. Dr. Pig lets us know, no, if you drink radioactive waste, it won't give you laser powers. See, let, let, let me show you. He drinks it, he turns into the Hulk. So then the Pig Hulk segment ends, and it cuts to the Dr. Pig title card with a voiceover that's like, the producers of Barnyard would like to apologize for the previous segment. All that shit was wrong. Here, let me show you. 
The announcer drinks it, his voice gets squeaky, and he shrinks into nothingness, and then we go back to the episode proper, and it was the wildest tangent anything could ever go on. It just completely, it just completely cuts away from the action for a short bit, just do this joke a couple more times, and I didn't, and I I think it worked. Yeah, I I find, I, I found it amusing. Not in the way that I verbally laughed at it, but more like in a Captain Holt way, where I was like, yes, I love laughing and laughter. <laughs> it was more of like... Like I was staring at it, completely stone-faced, but I felt mildly amused. Like... Somewhere in there. Like, I wasn't enjoying myself before that, and then during that, I was enjoying myself. I wasn't enjoying you either. <laughs> that was me. Dr. Pig was fun. Should I talk about the Dr. Pig meme now or wait? I mean, I guess there's a Dr. Pig meme. You didn't know that? Yeah. No. Guess I'm talking about the Dr. Pig meme now. Gavin, log me into your Wi-Fi so I can find the Dr. Pig meme. I got it. Hold up. So the gist of the Dr. Pig meme is that someone took a screen grab of Dr. Pig, and after a couple different iterations, according to KnowYourMeme.com, it pretty much landed with the uh, Ask Dr. Pig Tumblr page. Um, the most common thing to see is the screen grab of Dr. Pig saying, I diagnose you with dead. (laughs) 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 Among other things, the only other ones I can think, the only things I can think of are I diagnose you with dead and I diagnose you with gay. I'm sure there's other ones. Wait, was I diagnose you with dead an actual line? (laughs) No! No! Really? No, I don't believe so. I think it was... No, it was... <laughs> it's not those do. I, be- I believe it's meant to be used in the same the same frame as... Uh, oh my... Oh, fuck. Oh my wa. Oh my wa Yeah, you're supposed to say it like that. Nani? I diagnose you with dead nani. Um, I thought there'd be more to talk about with Dr. Pig, but I think that's Honestly, about yeah, it. Honestly, yeah, I think that's... Dr. Pig was funny. That covers it. I Dr. Suppose. Pig was funny. It was funny. This is a good meme. There's also the perhaps right. meme, which is just um, <laughs> it, Otis standing there vacantly on all fours with the words perhaps <laughs> put next to him. Oh, god damn it. There's also the me at 3am with a bag of cheese meme. What? <laughs> you know what? I can't go into it anymore. Let me find it. No, no, you find it and I'll give commentary. There was nothing else here. There was... That was the episode. I mean, I, hi guys. Are I you in the was... fat mice? Well, <laughs> no. I've got a music video for you, Gavin. I have, I have one veto card. Uh huh. And I'm gonna burn it right now to keep you from talking about Biggie Cheese. You have vetoed things before in the past. Well, okay. Well, I didn't use my card. You just did it. Everyone gets one veto. I what veto they use it for. I veto Biggie Cheese. Alright. <laughs> what Nick doesn't know is I kept this part of the episode in. <laughs> you do it with a PH. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was funny the f- when they said there's a portal to the underworld. That was the best animation they had. They just like, the old lady gets there and she's like, oh, it's so nice. He's like, oh, yes, I'm Dick Human. This is a wonderful property. Just don't go in the barn. Because there's a portal to the underworld! I mean, Dick Human. Oh, Dick Human. He, you, he made what sure did I say you know the first time? Dick Human. 
But I said the first time. No, you said Dick Human. I'm oh. just making sure everyone knows his name was Dick Human. I think everybody knows his name was Dick Human, Nick. Could you see his udders through his pants? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh. I think he covers those up when he's trying to be in human mode. You know what also he does in human mode? What? He <sighs> shaves his ears off. I need a minute. Nick is contemplating. Meg's book doesn't have the meme anymore. I'll find it <sighs> at some other point. Um... At one point, they I show love you, Fre- Meg, but... at one point they show Freddy using his eyes to telekinesisize a car, and at another point he uses it as a heat ray. So, what is the truth, Bob Odenkirk? What else has Bob Odenkirk done? Uh, Jimmy Neutron, I think. Also, you can have oh, more than one no. superpower. Oh, Come on, no. man. Oh. You, who only has one superpower? Oh no! Like, unless you're the Flash. Who isn't the Flash and only has one superpower? Um, this isn't a challenge. Batman doesn't have none. Exactly. Who he else has one, one superpower? Um, Aquaman. A no. lot. A lot Aquaman's of X. Has a, a lot few. of X Men. A lot. Pretty no, much every. Yeah, all. Okay, almost X-Men. all the X Men. Except for Wolverine. Uh, he has. Except he has for Wolverine, because he has he has three healing claws and the ability to be in in every movie. Yeah. Logan is pretty good. I would give him four superpowers. What's his fourth? Being portrayed by Hugh Jackman. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good one. He's also super strong. Yeah, pretty much everyone is. We got a Marvel Boys with one. one Man, I... That's X-Men. The Hulk. Yeah. He has two. One of them being my friend. No, the Hulk does have two. Being Bruce Banner and the Hulk? No, one is Hulk and everything that comes with it, and the other is super healing. Oh. That's mm. a common one, ain't it? Yeah. Um, I feel like we're done with this episode. We're done with this episode. I'm done with this show. God, three <laughs> we're more. Really, we can do it. We're, we're really digging deep. All right. No, I want to bat around superheroes. Um, yeah. I don't. Well, alright, well then let me talk, tell tell you about the time they had a superhero episode where he was like Utterman or something, I don't know. Captain America. He was, he was Utterman. No, Captain he, America. He's Captain. strong no, and he has doesn't. healing and can throw a shield and has He doesn't have healing. He's strong at his night. His shield is skills. No, 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 no. He's um. strong at night? Is he a vampire? <laughs> and during the day. Wow. <laughs> Two right there. Did I <laughs> I have super strength during the night. Why don't you have it during the day? No, I also have it during the day. I have super strength. Cool. I was gonna say he's... I was gonna say he's strong and nice, but... Mr. Incredible! Elastigirl! Frozone! Dash! Oh yeah, all the Fantastic Four only have one superpower. Wait, dang it! Except for Mrs. In- except for Mrs. Invisible. Ah, shit. Mrs. Invisible's a bad name. <laughs> what is- was her name? It was Mrs. Invisible, right? Why not Miss Appear? You <laughs> asshole. That's because SpongeBob had it. it was Sandy. I think. I think Fantastic Four came before SpongeBob. Yeah, but SpongeBob I used am it. Pretty so they damn didn't use sure. It. Ah, no, we gotta save Miss Appear for Spongebob. <laughs> Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy definitely have more than one superpower. They have oh, water balls. Yeah. 
Okay, Gavin. God, next please, episode. Gavin. Did Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy ever <laughs> die? Ah, <laughs> oh, my rib. come at you from being a very tired gal uh let's do some ad reads first up today i'm gonna tell you all about mock footage we all have that one friend who's just somehow never seen any movies that's me and if you don't then you probably are that friend (laughs) hey what i tell ya uh either way mock footage is for you every thursday ray will make up a plot summary for a movie he's never seen, and Joe is there to make sure he doesn't miss any of the important details. Uh, then they'll watch the movie and <laughs> pick up where Ray left off. It's so good. It's a wild ride, but it's really all about sharing fun media with your closest friends. You can find Mock Footage at LunarLightStudio.com and wherever else you might look for podcasts. Mock Footage is very good. Two very good boys watching movies, most of which I also haven't seen. Help all my friends every time I say I think I do it later in this episode I say I haven't seen a movie and they look at me with their mouths agape and I feel like an ant anyway <laughs> that's not what we're talking about here and I also want to tell you about what you call it a conversational freeform comedy podcast where two friends talk about whatever's on their minds join Brit and Reed as they get together to discuss current events pop culture or any other nerdy thing that comes to mind New episodes available every other Tuesday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever you get your podcasts. What you call it? Your belly button is your old mouth. What you call it's very nice. Another podcast of two friends just like going shoot, shooting. I could say bad words in the ad break since we always say bad words, but I'm not gonna. Just two friends shooting the breeze. And now you know it, you love it, I hope. It's time for me to plug the Lunar Light Studio Patreon where you can become a patron and directly support the podcasts you love to listen to. Patrons get cool perks such as bonus content and monthly exclusive streams from members of the network. Uh, Some really cool stuff that I think you'd really enjoy. So so consider becoming a patron by going to lunarlightstudio.com slash patreon. And another way you can support the podcast is through incoming transmissions, where you can uh, pay to have your favorite podcast people say the words you want them to say, be it a personal message or a business message. Tell a friend hi, or tell people to buy something. I don't know, the world's your oyster. <laughs> you can find more information on that on lunarlightstudio.com slash incoming dash transmission. Thank you for listening to Storyboards so far. If you like what you're hearing... Feel free to leave us a review or rating or both if you feel inclined on iTunes or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. We'd appreciate that very much. Okay, I think that's it for now. Let's take it back to the friends in the past talking about freaking Barnyard. Oh man, thinking about that just made me more tired. I'm gonna go lay face down on my bed. Goodbye. Instead of getting off topic because we don't want to talk about Back to the Barnyard, how about we get angry and center it at Back to the Barnyard? Yeah, let's try that. Gavin, you, it's your turn the to do an episode. Best, so that's your that's that you got it, man. Alright. Well, the floor is yours, Captain. Alright, fuckers. I got the one where he clones himself. God damn it! <laughs> 
I can sum up this entire episode in, like, a paragraph. Do it. Alright? Do it. I dare you five bucks. Otis clones himself, and the clone's an idiot, and starts blabbing his fucking mouth, so the lady wants to expose him, and the clone's like, cool, and they gotta be like, no clone, don't do that. And they give him a lady friend, and they live happily ever after. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The episode, the episode opens up with them cleaning out the fucking barn, and Otis is being a lazy son of a bitch, but he has a degree in robotics, because he's an asshole, and he built this fucking cleaning bot that looks nothing like him, that is supposed to, like, make everyone think he's cleaning, which I suppose it works on Freddy. So cool, but... It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's oh. fine. Everything doesn't hurt. I'm not in pain. So Bessie rattled off, rattles off some some textbook. Fucking you open up the SAS dictionary. She opens up some nonsense bullshit from that. Then they go get Otis and tell him to stop being a lazy fuck. But then Otis sees a commercial a commercial for cloning farm animals. So he clones himself. Because that's something we can just all do. And then he gets his clone in the mail, but it's super small. Because that fucking advertisement was false advertising. But what's those gonna do? Sue the man? He should. I would. It's got... It's, that could be another episode. They sue someone for false advertising. I mean, it says on the paper. Hire me, Nickelodeon. So then, fucking... Yeah, it said it on the paper when he got it, but it didn't say it in the fucking commercial. It needs to say that shit. You're right. So Otis gets his tiny clone, and his tiny clone's a major asshole, but so is Otis, so they get along great. But then, tiny Otis doesn't have any filter, because he doesn't have any societal experience. So, he verbally expresses very directly that he wants to get all up in it with Abby, because she's, like, some hot shit. Hot diggity dang, I wish you didn't word it like that. Uh Uh-huh. Well, you know how they worded it in the show? It was also bad, but I blocked it out. He said he wanted to go hip wrestling (laughs) with Abby. Holy shit! Yeah, he said that. I forgot that. So, Tanya Otis gets in with, um... Aunt Beattie, because she was cooking lemon squares, and Otis likes lemon squares because he was eating them at the beginning of the episode. And uh, he doesn't know that he's not supposed to talk to people because that wasn't a quick side note to this dude who's never existed before. Like, hey, hold, like, quick, like, little, little thumb note here don't talk to people. They can't know we speak, or else they'll dissect us. And that's not a good. That's the thing. It's always like, I can't let them know I talk, or I can't let them know I'm secretly a mermaid, because they'll dissect me. Yeah, why not? What? What's so bad about dissection? What, what happened? No. What happens? <laughs> Take it back. What happens? What happens if humanity finds out that all of animals can talk? You'll probably stop getting slaughtered for food. You ever... Well, you might, I don't know, you might well, not. Well, I'm sure there's some sick freaks out there. People who's... like borgers? People like borgers. People like borgers. But less so. We might still do it. But less people are going to eat them. You ever watch the B movie? That might happen. 
I mean, Wait, what if we get sued? We might have an animal rights movement or some shit. That's good for the animals. Yeah. So why do the animals keep it a secret? You know what? There's no reason, like in Toy Story, where it's like we're we're here to help kids. When did they When did they start being able to talk? Like, has it always been a divergent? They've been like, oh, well, we don't want it, or is this like a past thirty years thing? That was... nothing's been the same since the meteor hit Amsterdam. <laughs> like, early man was walking around and, like, he could barely even talk. And early animals were walking around and they could barely even talk. When was the decision made to, like, hey, maybe we should keep this on the low down? Oh my gosh, I didn't... Or did, did centuries, did, like, centuries of... Of just like breathing the shit out of these farm animals, no. speed up evolution. No, because the no. coyotes can talk too. The coyotes and assumably all other wildlife can talk. Gavin? Yeah. Gavin? Okay. What? Nick's Theory Corner. Okay. Shit. For all of Nick's Theory! Nick's Theory! For all of time, uh huh. All, all living creatures could talk. Uh huh. Way back, couple, couple hundred. Or, or a couple thousand years ago, Homo sapiens showed up. So and they wait. thought they were so smart. They wait. were the first animals that figured out language. Wait. They thought they were so hot. Wait, Nick. Like, early man before, like, people could talk, before people had developed language centers, could they talk? Because they were just basically animals. That That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> Homo sapiens showed up and they're like, we're the only ones that know language. And all the other animals are like, you don't be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) If we made them think that they were the only animals that can talk. (laughs) And then it's just been carried down to the traditions and no one remembers why. This is. And then all of history backfired because now they are not on top. They are not on top of the social hierarchy of the world. No, this prank is building towards something. I'm horrified. The prestige on this thing is going to be insane. Is there like an animal council somewhere or some shit? I don't know. We only see one farm. Like a forest guardian or some crap? I don't know. Like the god of the animals who gave them speech and yet didn't stop them from becoming borders? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pan, can we let the humans know that we're, we're sapient now? Patience, my children. The blood day will come soon. What if the forest protector god also really likes borgers? <laughs> well, I mean, some animals are carnivores. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but would a forest protector god need it? Or would they just subsist on, like, mana or ambrosia? Mana. I don't know, man. <laughs> Alright, let's go to... I mean, is there anything else to talk about in here? At some point, the, the animals are going to be like, Hey, we can talk, and all the humans are going to be like... But we thought we were the only... Yeah, no, you're not. Also, Weird Al Yang fix a horse. In... In... What? What? Um... In the show? Or in the film? Back to the Barnyard Canyon, Weird Al Yankovic is a horse. This show makes me upset, because we got some big names here. We got Weird Al... And we got is fucking is, is Weird Al John DiMaggio is Weird Al contributing there? to this is, bullshit. Where was Weird Al? He's a horse. Know. He was a horse. Okay, that's the end of this episode. Um, the oh, they mess the, with nature and nature messes back. The, th- the thing about Weird Al as a horse is that 
he is canonically Weird Al within the universe, but he is a horse uh, voiced by Weird Al who wears a Weird Al, um, what's the opposite of a furry? What's the opposite of a furry? A Weird Al skin Skelly? suit. No. <laughs> what's an animal's version of? Do you think oh, okay. the animals? I have I something. No, a skinny. Fucking... Do they have? Any time? I have Do something to have talk about backwards later. Backwards furry conventions. In OKKO they do. Yeah, in OKKO they do. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, this episode ends. Um, Tiny Otis gets with Tiny Abby, and they get hitched, and they go off together at the end. Yay! Okay, and Otis continues to deny that he likes Abby. Episode four. Pig has a pet skunk wait, in episode wait, four, wait. which begs the question. <laughs> wait, Nick, can I switch episode four and five with you? Yeah. So I noticed the pain I was causing my two dear co-hosts, and I was like, "Well, I better cause some on myself." Uh, something you might not know about me is that I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I love most of the series. Uh, half of Enterprise can go screw up. That's not the point here. Um, I love Star Trek, and I remembered that there's an episode that spoofed Star Trek, and I was like, well, time to die. Next Generation is fucking awesome. It is, DS9. You know what else is awesome? What? Voyager. I don't like Voyager as much. Voyager's good! It's pretty good, but DS9's so much better, you should watch it. Fucking. So good. Anyway, uh, Pig and Muck is a spoof of the classic episode of the original Star Trek series, um, Amok Love, I think. Amok Time, Amok Time, sorry, Amok Time, in which Spock gets really horny and kills, practically kills Captain Kirk. And fucks a robot. No, he doesn't do that part. On screen. No. No. <laughs> this, this... But he accidentally, he thinks he killed Captain Kirk and then he stops being horny. So this episode starts with Pig being really horny and mad. <laughs> I saw at one point Pig was on a mini rampage to the barn and I saw that Peck and Freddy were playing an approximation of three-dimensional chess, which is a big staple of Star Trek and it made me sad. Um, Pig starts sexually harassing Bessie and then he starts harassing everybody else and then he starts picking fights with all the other dudes. Essentially. So he's like, oh, it's time for me to get married. I gotta go to where I was born so my aunt can marry me. I can only bring my closest friends. I don't think he's marrying his aunt. No, the aunt marries him like off. like a priest. Off. Yes, marries him off. Holy shit. Sorry for the confusion there. That's Damn fucked. Man. Anyway, he can only... Well, I mean, that is a lot of animal breeding, to be honest. I don't want to think about that. Anyway, <laughs> that, he's only allowed to bring his closest friends, and then the last one he chooses is Otis, and then for the rest of the episode, Otis is like, I'm, I'm Pig's best friend. So they go, and it's like, fucking Star Trek themed, and his aunt is like an ugly pig lady, and then the person he's betrothed to is a pretty pig She's lady. trying her best, Laura. I'm not, that's not me, that's what the show decided for her. Okay. But his betrothed is a pretty pig lady, and everyone's like, oh, she's No, she's not. I was like, she's pretty, and then she's really mean. It's ugly on the inside. Yeah, pig is like, oh, I'm in love with you, so I don't care if you slap me. That sucks. Anyway. I also take all my money. 
Essentially. Like, be a jerk to me. And Just Otis is like... Excuse me. And Otis is like, no, he can't. And then Ant is like, alright, you gotta fight him now. It's not an actual fight. It's a fucking, uh... Well, it is a fight for a minute. It's a bunch of contests. First contest, belly flop. Otis uh, messes up. Second contest, Well, Otis was really just caught off guard on that He was. He didn't know the contest begun. There was no star flag. He didn't know the rules. That was pretty fucked. he beefed it hardcore. Ha, beef. Anyway. That was low. That was low. That was low. Don't laugh. Um, If any of you out there laughed, then no. So the second trial is truffle hunting, and they hold shovels that look like the things that Kirk and Spock hit each other with, so that's silly. Pig wins because he's a pig and he truffle hunts. Last contest is a broccoli eating contest, which Otis loses again, and now he's double lost because he's allergic to vitamin K, and Pig snaps out of it, and he's like, ah, shit, ah, shit, my friend died, ah, shit. Aunt Lady Pig says, live long and wallow, and I died some more. He's like, I can't, my best friend died. And I was like, I fucking knew I was your best friend. Three of his four stomachs are fucked now because he ate too much broccoli. And now Pig Lady has a crush on him. The end. Ah. This, these were the laziest references I've ever seen. They didn't try. I can tell, no, I can tell that they all enjoyed Star Trek. Yeah. They all enjoyed Star Trek, but they didn't put any effort into making references. I think the one reference that I think was cool, now that I know it's a reference, is the 3D chess. That's Yeah, that's the only like clever thing that was in there. That was clever. I, I groaned about it, but 3D chess was kind of clever. But the rest of it is kind of the whole, like, hey, we say the things and do the things that look like it. It's a reference. Well, I feel like a couple of those references. Hey. Well, the best references are the ones that don't have copious amounts of attention drawn to them. Like, the I best references are not center stage, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't know about the trowels being what they, that, what they that's what they look like. But something like live long and wallow, like, cool, you said the Spock thing. I think my... I don't mean to call back to a last episode, but I feel like I have to. I think references that are funny or enjoyable... References that are good and enjoyable are good. (laughs) Well, references that you don't need to get to still find it enjoyable is good. Like, I didn't get the Footloose shit in Final Space, but that shit had me rolling. That was funny. But see, here's the thing I, I... I feel like... Some of these references are, like, cool if you're a Star Trek fan, but... How many st- <laughs> they're not. Trust me, they're not. Okay, Their target demographic is not people of the age who would appreciate Star Trek. Exactly. Yeah, so what are you doing? What is who the... Ve- the Venn diagram of people who have watched Star Trek and back to the... And back at the barnyard... It's me. Laura. It's me. It's only me. <laughs> it is a... <sighs> you know, you want to know the worst part? I watched this episode before I ever watched Star Trek, and when I watched that episode of Star Trek with my dad, internally I was like, oh, it's that episode of Barnyard, and that sucks. <sighs> I watched Barnyard a lot, but I didn't remember any of the episodes. Oh, God. To be quite frank, Laura, I, I'm i I'm sorry. Thanks. It's I'm okay. sorry that you remember it. My last note on this episode is I can't tell if it's a joke or not, and honestly, I don't know what I was referring to, but like... I feel that. I'm sorry. Oh, Otis isn't really allergic to vitamin K. Oh, that was the part that wasn't a that joke. That was fakey fake bullshit. What sucks is that Otis was being a bitch boy the entire fucking thing. He was like, he was insulting pigs, like, culture and shit, and he was doing all that stuff. 
And then he was being an asshole about how, like, Pig was listing all the friends before him and all that stuff. He was being petty and then he gets justified at the end, which really sucks. Don't watch this episode. Watch old Star Trek. It's hokey as fuck, but Don't I watch love it. old, old Star Trek. Wha- no, watch... watch old, old Star Trek. It's a classic. Nah, I've don't do question. that. Do it. Don't. I have a question. What? Watch Next Gen. Why did... I do that as well. Why did... Watch Voyager. Someone... Why did some of the pigs wear clothes? Because it was a mating ceremony. I don't, so it's, I don't it's know. It's not know. part to the norm. It's special. It's time to Then be why was Pig naked? Because he's the one he getting hitched. Because he's nasty like that. Because he's the one getting hitched. Because he's nasty like that. Oh, He's getting hitched, but also his wife is getting hitched, and she's fully clothed. She's that's not because, nasty like that. That's because she needs to wear the ceremonial bride clothes. That's because she's a girl. Oh my god! Oh this my god. This is the only cartoon I can think of where the girls don't have to have skirts or whatever. Nope. They're not prescribed unnecessary clothing that the males don't need. Well, they have bows, but other than that... No, do they even have bows? Yeah, they have bows. Well, Bessie doesn't. She has an earring tag, but Abby has a bow. Yeah, she wears that like it's some sort of fucking accessory, but that's actually just a necessary thing that farm animals have. <laughs> but she's the only one who's wearing it. Did the yeah. others tear it out of their ear? Ew. Maybe she was from another farm and she... That's probably it. Had it. I don't know. They didn't think about this. They didn't give a shit. You ever watch a silent voice? No. No. Okay. Cool. Alright. Hey, you want to do episode five, Nick? Yeah. Um. Wait, we're not going to talk about the implications of episode four? Um, what are the implications? What are the implications of episode four? Oh, wait. They do mention that, um, the pigs that don't, uh... Oh, yeah! They explode. If the pigs don't... They watch a sex ed video about pigs. If Ugh. the pigs don't fuck, they explode. And then Pig didn't fuck, so he going blow. No, it's okay. That was actually yeah. one of my favorite moments from this episode. It wasn't even just, a big explosion. No, no. It was just a poof. It was also like perfectly cut where it's like, and if they don't, they explode. Huh? Huh? Right after the man throws a tract. It's like, it's not an explosion with fire and stuff. It's just, he's only poof. black smoke. He just goes like, poof. It's, it, that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. The bit with the tractor. I think there are parts in this show where it, like, it, like, hits the gas a little bit harder than you were expecting. <laughs> it's like you're going along at a steady pace, and it's not really enjoyable. It's but like, then every so often, like, they'll hit the gas, like, just a... They're normally <laughs> at, like, 20 miles per hour, but every once in a while, they'll bump it up to 35. No, 40. I'd say 40. Uh, to 40. That's generous. So all animals are sapient, right? Yeah. Pig has a pet skunk. Yeah, uh, let's talk about So it. what are the implications of that? Well, we have to question, oh, well, Pep is a rodent. Yeah, smaller brain than a skunk. As we know the as we know in Brain the case size of, has nothing to do with intelligence. As we know as this in this case of Pip and Biggie Cheese. <laughs> he is banished from mention lore. He it's, is banished from mention He's in the Supreme Court case of Biggie v. Cheese, <laughs> Biggie versus Cheese. <laughs> He's not banished. That's in the my barnyard heart. version of Man versus Food. Biggie versus. Oh boy! They don't have TV. They just get him oh, up on stage fuck. and he does his thing. 
I think the implications are that they didn't think hard enough about it and that we probably they shouldn't didn't. either. I th- no, this is I, an existing universe and we have to figure out its rhymes and reasons. Laura, what if it's Laura, everything but skunks and La- they just got the real short end of the stick? Laura, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Skunky show up in other episodes? Yes. I think so. I think Skunky is like an established thing as being Pig's pet. Why does Pig not have a name? He does, it's Pig. Another transfer from the Arthur the Turk. Arthur. Another transfer from the Franklin the Turtle universe. No, he is in exile. <laughs> from Franklin! <laughs> from the Franklin the Turtle... From the Franklin the Turtle universe, he was exiled. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> he was exiled for... The weird-ass Star Trek pigs were the only ones that would take him. <laughs> no, no, their whole clan was exiled. Okay, that's right. Because oh, he does call his grandma Grandma Pig. Right. What if they call him last? Oh, that was that call? is the last episode, isn't it? Yeah. It's the pig. All right, I'm gonna take this one. one. I'm gonna take this one. Here we go. In this episode, we open on the barnyard animals eating pies that Pig is making. They are truffle pies because he is Pig. <laughs> Sorry for that. They're all enjoying it so much, and. They leave a pie on, like, the windowsill of the farmer's house, which... Was he using the farmer's oven to cook those? I guess so, but I think it was on the side of the barn. They have their own oven. For some reason. Yeah. Nick, they have their own oven. Yeah. They do. They have a... Probably due to previous hijinks. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. a cooking area that sh- shows up sometimes. And two pizza guys, like, drive by, and they're like, Whoa, look at the pies. I, I hate the pizza guys. The <laughs> They put money on the windowsill, and the animals are like, "Whoa! They paid us money for the pies. Why don't we? Why don't we open up a restaurant tonight and make a bunch of money off the pies, and then we'll close it tomorrow?" God, Nick, I'm dying. What's um? What's that one movie with Garth in it? Garth. Garth. Yeah, Garth. Garfield, a tale of two kitties. No, shut up, Garth. I can't think of who Garth is. What are you fucking talking about? God damn. It's part of fucking my 80s movie culture. I should know this. Garth. Garth Brooks? No. I don't know who Garth is. Garth. Garth Vader? (laughs) It's me, Garth Vader. (laughs) I'm thinking of two famous movies right now that these pizza guys remind me of. Uh, Bill and Ted? Bill and Ted is one of them. Yeah, Bill and Ted's most excellent adventure. I never seen that. I feel like I should. Mock footage. If you've never seen Bill, if Ray's never seen Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, I'd love to hear an episode on that because I also haven't heard it. Anyway, Bill and Ted's most excellent adventure is one of them. Um, anyway, uh, no, I, I need to keep going. They open up the restaurant and they make a bunch of money because everybody likes the pies. They do eject everybody out of the restaurant at some point, <laughs> but they all come back. In Wayne's World, that's it. Okay. They make a bunch of money, and Pig's like, oh, cool, we made a bunch of money, and now we can be done with this. We're like, uh, no, we're gonna keep it open. Pig's like, what? And then they cut to three weeks. Then they cut to three weeks later, they've made a bunch of money, and this big food critic is about to come in, and Pig's like, uh, yeah, no. Pay him a gazillion bazillion dollars for their recipe. Yeah, he said he was gonna pay him a gazillion bazillion uh, dollars. The food critic comes in, and... They they were trying to make the pie without Pig, and it was garbage. But then Pig comes in. It's like, I've got the pie for you, and eats it. He's like, this is amazing. 
And then I was like, I'll pay you a million bajillion dollars. And they're like, all right, this is going to be great. And then look over and Pig's crying. like, uh, well, you can still make it for us. And the critics are like, no, you can't. And then the animals are like, uh, no. Then they eject him. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Now, critic is voiced by Principal Pixie Frog from My Gym Partners at Lunky. And that's what stood out to me the guys, most. Guys, guys. Maurice LaMarche. This move, guys. This show would jump up a million places if we got to this last episode. Uh huh. They open up the barn door and Pig explodes because he didn't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's universe A. And he does not come back. <laughs> the Berenstain universe. Character death. <laughs> I was gonna say it would it would be the funniest piece of comedy ever written. If it opens up the door and Anton Ego walks in. <laughs> guest animator. Oh guest, an- guest animators from Pixar. It is Pixar wait, animation wait, quality on him. Wait. I feel like there's a joke to be made about Remy interacting with the rest of the Barnyard cast, but I can't quite get there. God, I fucking love Anton he Ego sees- so much. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time he was like sitting down to eat I was just thinking about like all the ego lines but what Remy can't talk I uh, in, the, in this universe <clears throat> sh- uh, I've never seen Ratatouille does he have the not talking animal rules Jesus Christ they both looked at me with their mouths agape we know I haven't seen movies y'all <sighs> we know we've been new we know. Remy can't talk to humans in that movie, We'll right? fix this. Okay, we're back. Don't look at me anymore. <laughs> anyway. No, it, it just made me think of Anton Ego, except he was a garbage character. Like all of them. <laughs> I like the implications that once you buy a recipe for someone, then no one else is allowed to make That's it. That's not an implication. That's a law. <laughs> That's a buck wild That's in the contract. Course. How do you enforce that? You can't. You fucking can't. Do you think? Do you think instead of? Do you think instead of? Do you think instead of meth labs Stop. they have um, kitchens where they make the things that this dude has bought the recipes for? Does anybody remember? Does anybody remember? Quickly, please. I remember it was either in the Penguins of Madagascar or yep. in Back to the Barnyard. Yep. There was a character who used, and I'm quoting here, backwoods magic. Do you remember which one it is? Nope. No, no. It was I one could, of those two. I could I could see that being a barnyard character, but I could also easily see see that being something King Julian said. What's not a King Julian said? Okay, well maybe magic is real in this universe. I think it. No, there's it talking animals. It definitely is because at one point Bigfoot does go flying away like Superman. Okay, so magic is real. That's how it's made. Magic is real. Laura. <laughs> We will not associate Summer Camp Island with this baseless dribble. Uh, Laura, you had one scene that you really enjoyed. Uh, from this one? Yeah. You were oh, enjoyed as a kid? When I was a kid, there's a part where Abby uh, gets up on the table and like has these seltzer bottles, and she has the kid has the patrons throw their cups in the air and she shoots something. And we have the reused models of the kid from an earlier episode. Of course. He's supposed to be related to the farmer but isn't of here. Of course. 
But for some reason, I always thought that scene was really charming as a kid, and that cemented Abby as my favorite character, which really isn't hard to do. <laughs> uh, but I thought it was charming, and I thought she was nice. Kids latch on to weird stuff. They do. For some reason, I really latched on to the scene where they said, because <laughs> it's a fun word to say. Do I have to bleep that now, too? What? Rutabaga? In uh, one of the previous episodes I uh, edited, when you said rutabaga, I bleeped it out. You did? Yeah. Really? Yes. Can you show me? Yeah. I don't... Is that when you made the beeps in a couple episodes ago? Mm Mm-hmm. So if I say... Did we acknowledge what word it was? Yeah. So if I say you're going to bleep it out. I might. Rutabaga. Can't believe it. No, but you see, I said Brutabaga and I left it in, but Nick said Brutabaga and I bleeped it out. This isn't fair! I should be able to say That's too bad. Okay. Oh, God. Can we get a move on? Yeah. I think we only have, like, one more important thing to talk about this episode. Was there so... anything important? No! That in the whole series? Nothing! The last Not a damn thing! The last important thing is that Pig identifies the secret ingredient in the pies and a duck walks by and quacks when he says it. And everyone's like, oh, that's gross, which means... It's either shit... shit or flesh. I was really betting that the secret ingredient was going to be truffles. In his truffles <laughs> pie. I thought it might be pork. <laughs> I was hoping it was. I was, Wait. I was also. I would have also been content if it was pork or beef or chicken. You're you're ex- you're expecting them him to be like. Nobody would have cared if it was chicken. Well, yeah, the only things that would have made a difference were if it were pork or beef. Are you implying that like if they were Peck like Peck was there? Are you implying that if they were like Yeah, but no one gives a shit about Peck. Fucking the entire first movie was it was about keeping coyotes from eating chicken. Are you implying that if they had said the secret ingredient of my truffle pie is truffles, everyone would have gone ape shit about it? No, I was just expecting that's what was going to happen. That's dumb. He was expecting yeah, to go Laura, ape shit. Yeah, That's dumb, but better than what happened. Yeah, Laura, you know what else is dumb? The show. You know what else is dumb, Laura? Me. You know what else is dumb? Me, I'm the dumbass. What's dumb, Nick? The secret ingredient is... Yeah, except Spongebob did that joke sooner and way funnier. That was like their first episode, wasn't it? No, it wasn't their first episode. No, it was Preparing the shit pie. Preparing the Krabby Patty. I've been practicing that. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right. So can we redo everything? No. You. You <laughs> have brought this. this episode can we throw this episode <laughs> in the <laughs> trash? You've wrought this. So you, you. It is time to sew. What you have wrought. I'm sewing it. Do a nice little bonnet. To I have it. something that I'd like to say about this show. Yes. Okay. You know Are we doing final thoughts territory? Yeah. Yes. Y'all glossed over me, and I wanted to say something about this episode the whole time. Yeah, Gavin, we go. glossed over you. Are you surprised? Yeah, usually I do it to you. Say your... <laughs> speak, you. speak your piece. Speak your fucking piece, you degenerate. I'm 
I was just gonna call it weird that all of these loyal patrons of this fucking pie restaurant got forcibly ejected from said pie restaurant when the farmer was coming. And then they all just timed it fucking... First of all, nobody was, like, severely hurt except for the dude who dislocated his collarbone. Separated his collarbone. Ow! Which, how do you separate your collarbone? By being injected from a farm restaurant. No, how do you... Your collarbone is the thing that other things are separated from. How do you separate your collarbone? By being ejected from the farm pies. Alright. There's a way. But... There's a will, there's a way. They all just walk back in and are like, ah, oh, that was cool, that was fun, whatever. That, was, that seemed legal. That was great. You know something else? Like, the farmer's ev- an idiot. Yeah. Every other day, there's a new shindig at this barn where, like, people come, normal people come to see, and no one's ever like... Hey, this is the same place. Hey, I'm sorry. Remember just, that other shit that happened here? I'm sorry, I realized I just, like, kind of... Got possessed by, like, a shitty reviewer for a minute there and was like, this cartoon does not apply to my real-world real logic, and I'd like to apologize for being that person. This today. cartoon does not apply to my real-world logic, and for that, I am going to give it a 42%. I mean, there are also bits where the animals do just straight-up talk in front of people, and it just glosses over it. It's an yeah. animal costume. That's their... No, no, I mean, like, there was a bit in the first episode where Eugene is, like, is like walking over oh, right. the animals and Freddy looks over and is like he seems nice and he's still in the building he's not even hushed <laughs> like, like seven it. feet away from him also there were bits where he was just Freddy was just standing upright he's a he's a weasel I know oh, they, they do, do that. that they can do that yeah they do that also he's a ferret is he a ferret? <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure he's a ferret is that confirmed? Yeah, his name's Freddy, and you can't have a barnyard show without either being named the thing that you are or alliteration, at the very least. Otis. Yeah, he's the protagonist. Abby. That's a cow name. Yeah. Peck. Chicken pun. That's what chickens do. Pep. Pip? Pip. Pip. His name Pip, was Pip Squeak. Pip Squeak. His name was Pep. No, his no. name's Pip. It's Pip. Five orange pips. <laughs> Bottom of the barrel. Let's see. There's, there's others. Skipping over that one. Ah, uh, Biggie Cheese. You got, uh, <laughs> you got me there. That's original, right there. <laughs> Biggie Cheese activates my fire flight response. <laughs> I'm I not the, even. I I'm the, not even kidding. I had the, the pl- pleasure of showing Nick that. Um, video clip for the first time and he did not everything in that <laughs> clip caused me discomfort Biggie i think he looked away for the worst part actually to be honest he know? averted his eyes at the exact right time i would have been turned to stone cat? no the sexy cat's not good biggie cheese looks like a pregnant rat <laughs> he might be i mean i support him Hey, can we final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I have a final thought. You know what this show reminded me of? What? Yeah. Sonic Boom. A <laughs> little bit. Like a mediocre 3D animated thing, but it was not as funny as Sonic Boom can get. Here's new episode, new, just new bullshit to deal with every day <laughs> that have kind the show doesn't care about the implications of what they have just wrought. Sure all the characters are stupid clowns, as hell. Different circus. Sure doesn't care about all that stuff. I feel like it follows the same structure of like this is really 
boring and bad and that that was kind of funny except sonic boom's highs were higher uh and barnyard's lows are lower (laughs) all right that's just what i thought that's a good analogy it felt like and like the style of animation seemed about the same like the way that characters moved and I feel like Sonic Boom. If it's is... not important, it's not animated. <laughs> Sonic Boom looked a little bit better, just because at some points this show, like, it was weird to look at the way that things were laid out. Well, Sonic. All right. To be fair to to this show, this show was bad, but bad back in two thousand seven. Sonic Boom was bad, but bad around the nowish times. Yeah, that's you, true. you get me. It it, it like. I refuse to call Sonic Boom bad. Yeah, no, I I would say it's... I would say. I would say it's low mediocre. Okay. Yeah. With high points. Low. Me- I, I, I would say low mediocre at best. <laughs> I just had a whole rant about how <laughs> I didn't like rating system. oak? <laughs> I like this better than rating systems. <laughs> Shut up. It's kind of like vague statements. I'm taking all mentions of you disliking rating systems out of the podcast. Don't silence me. You gotta sit here, you're gonna like it, kid. Fine. Nothing stands out in this show. My favorite part of the show were the transitions of scenes where they have the characters, like, um, their silhouettes superimposed on a red wooden background. That was nice to look at. And that was it. That was about, like, All the characters looked bad. All the human characters were... Un- oh, untenably bad. ugly. No, I didn't hate the farmer. I didn't hate the farmer. I liked the farmer. The two human characters that I really liked were the farmer and Nathan, um, Nathan. Nathan Beatty. I liked Nathan Beatty. Nathan Beatty, he's the viewer. Nathan <laughs> like, Beatty's my new grandpa. He's over all he's this already bullshit. my grandpa. <laughs> like all this crazy shit is happening, and he doesn't give a. Fuck. I want to sit on the front porch with him, drink He's a just sweet so tea, and talk about the good old days. Chill as hell, and he takes some mild sadistic fun when it can be wrought. My second favorite character is Abby. No. Because I I'm not a big fan of Abby. her dancing on the table. I don't have much else to say. It's not great. Okay, um... It's a garbage. I didn't... I the show... I wanted to take a nap. <laughs> that's about it Gavin was tired today and instead I had to watch back in the barnyard so already I was not in a great place and I didn't think the show just like kept me awake and I didn't like it and but I was forced to do it it's like waking up the show was the feeling of waking up at 5 a.m. to go to fucking school. <laughs> or, like... Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. The, yep. sh- the show was the embodiment of having to wake up in the fucking morning. <laughs> Not, like, a pleasant wake up at, like, 10 a.m. on a weekend and you play some Switch in bed I for a little I am so bit. damn rested. No, it's like, God, it's like your alarm clock just went off and it's time to suffer. And you just sit there... Go through the motion. It's, it's that one alarm that you set one time that's like a slightly different noise, but it's one that you hate more than the other ones. Or maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just my situation. I haven't changed that alarm yet. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, this is like a sim. I don't. I can't explain why, but like it's a similar vibe 
to when I hear alarm, like, phone tones that were used as the alarm clock sounds from my, um... I was just gonna from say my roommates that. in band camp, which fill me with rage. <laughs> An uncomfortable rage that I can't, um, describe. I'm not mad. I don't have the energy to be mad. I'm not mad. The show just kind of, like, it made... I can't explain what this show did to me. It We're didn't tired. have a... It didn't have a, 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 a soul-sucking prowess like Johnny Test. It Johnny didn't... Test felt like it was attacking me. Oh, yeah. Johnny Test had a vampiric effect, while this show was just devoid of any nutritional value. And I <laughs> That's without... what it is. This, yeah. show is. this show has no, like, nothing Nutritional to... value. No yeah. nutritional value. I, I, I was already in, in not a great spot today. I was just... It rained today, and I get really fucking sleepy when it rains. And I don't know why, but that that was that's basically where I'm at. I'm trying to think. And then I had to deal with this. I'm trying to think. What is a food that has no nutritional value and doesn't saltines. taste good? But it, but it also doesn't taste any. Thank you for affirming that saltines are okay to eat. They taste great. Thank you. What? Like a I was gonna rice say like cake. I was gonna say like Johnny Test is like sour candy that's gone really bad. Yeah. Um, no, Johnny Test is like going to the blood drive. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get Oreos after. Back at the barnyard is high in trans fats. High in trans. Hey, friend who gave me meringue uh, earlier this week, I apologize. But it's like putting a meringue in your mouth and you think it's going to be something, but then it's just dissolved and it's gone and you got, you're left with nothing but a kind of weird taste in your mouth. Yeah, it's not good. It's bad. Was that a joke? Was that a decent joke? Probably not. Okay. You can take cut it out if you don't like it. No, I, no not no, the meringue no. joke, the trans fats one. That yeah. I oh, yeah, no, that was good. It, it, it that was, was good, good. Yeah, no. I like that. High in trans fat. I, High in trans I've got the energy. Fats. No protein. Um. Five million carbs. Well, trans fats are good. I don't even they? say it has that. I don't know. I think trans fats are healthy for you. What's... Saturated fat. Filled with vitamin K. Probably fake and not great. That's it. Alright. Okay, ratings. My score for back at the barnyard is a 3 out of 10. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but boy, it's devoid of anything. Not Animation's not great. No soundtrack, really, to speak of. I guess the line deliveries are, like, I fr- decent. I, like, I liked some of the voice acting. Yeah. I think the voice acting was I also didn't like a lot of the voice acting. <laughs> I like to Three out of ten. It's yeah. line delivery was good. Gavin, I'm gonna give this show a uh, a three point seven out of ten. Maybe three point eight because I don't think it was that terrible. I don't think it was that horrid. There were some bits that were fine-ish, which gave me a uh, a. An inner acknowledgement of the amusement without without much outward expression. You did laugh laugh at some points. I laughed once or twice. And then... Never again. And then never again. For the rest of my life. That was the day the laughter died. The music died. I give this show an unproductive hour after school out of ten. That kind of hour where you don't get anything done and you don't even do anything that you like, but you just kind of sit there 
You turned on the TV. You parked your ass. You didn't get your homework done. You didn't get your fucking homework done. You didn't even enjoy yourself. And now, now you got to do homework. You still have to do it. You didn't do anything you like to do either. You just fucking sat there and wasted your life. You ate dinner, and now you got to do homework before you go to bed. And now it's just like, well, fuck. You got to wake up early and sneak all your shit into your room without your mommy noticing because you told her you did your homework, but you didn't. You watched back at the barnyard. Okay. Oh, God, mood. Let's watch... <laughs> Let's do thank yous. Thank you to Anna for doing the art and Sammy for doing the lettering on our cover image. My good cousins who I love and are very good at art. Uh, check out the links in the podcast description to find social media links where they'll post their good art stuff. Thank you, I love them. You ever like to just like drive and, you know, listen to it? I mean, you're listening to a podcast right now, so you know what, you know, what things are about. Maybe you're <laughs> driving and listening to a podcast and... Or maybe you're, you know, doing some chores and, and listening to music. Um, music and, and podcasts are, are really great, I found. You know, you're, you're doing something that's not sort of great, but then you, you use uh, an audio medium to kind of spice it up a little bit. That's always nice. So if you want to give Chongo's uh, music a listen while you're doing other shit, I'm going to bust down your fucking door and, like, strap you in a fucking chair facing a white-ass wall. And then you can listen to Chongo's music. Damn it. When you listen to his shit, you better give it the full fucking attention that it deserves. Anything less than a Gavin-approved sensory deprivation tank is not gonna fucking fly. Alright? I have a question. Yeah? Can I listen to Chongo's stuff while I play Minecraft? No. Fuck, I'm sh- I'm fucked. I'm fucked, y'all. There are two states, recording podcast and play Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they bleed into one another. Anyways, if you want to um, maybe hit up Chongo's uh, uh, music, maybe give that stuff a listen while you're building a sensory deprivation tank. In Minecraft? In Minecraft. Um, <laughs> what did you go into a sensory deprivation tank in Minecraft? Well, you build your sensory deprivation <laughs> Minecraft tank, and then and then you import all of Chongo's music through note blocks into <laughs> Minecraft, <laughs> and then your Minecraft avatar listens to Chongo's music while in a sensory deprivation tank, and you just make a special room in your house, like this is uh this is this is the hat room. You call it the hat room. And it's just nothing but a computer plugged into the wall in the dark with your little Minecraft avatar in a dark fucking room with all of Chongo's music on loop played by Noteblocks. <laughs> so anyways, hit up uh, uh, his album Hat Shop. We use Bacon Hat in our uh, podcast. That's our theme song. You can find it at the beginning, at the end. Not in the middle, though. That's when we're talking. Um, there's a little in the middle you can hear. Just there's bit. a little in the middle during the ad breaks. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's also, you know, Chungo's also got a band, uh, he's in it with Penny Parker, it's called Go Child, it's good shit, you, you should fucking, you should fucking check that out. Good stuff. Finally, thank you to Lunar Light Studio for having us on the network. Check out the Lunar Light Studio Patreon at lunarlightstudio.com slash Patreon to help support our podcasts. Check out our social media at storyboard underscore cast on Twitter, storyboardcast.tumblr.com. 
on Tumblr and send us an email at storyboardcast at gmail.com. Storyboardcast.tumblr.com at uh, 4chan. Um, <laughs> oh god, please, no, I don't want anything about us on 4chan. <laughs> you said dot .tumblr.com and you're like, on Tumblr. I'm like, where the fuck else? <laughs> um, if you like what you heard, leave. feel free to leave a rating on iTunes or whatever. Yes. Hey, guys. Yeah. Would you... Wait. Before you before you ask that question, uh-huh. is your question going to be, do I want to watch more Barnyard? Uh, mm-hmm. That's how it goes here. Gavin, do you want to watch more Barnyard? How about instead of doing that, I strap Laura to a chair and prop her eyes open with french fries like they did in that <laughs> one episode of Spongebob and then turn on Ratatouille? I mean, you don't... We, I'll uh... do it on my own volition. Can I have some fries as a tasty snack, though? You can't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna play Fossil Fighters and watch Ratatouille. Like, a cultured person. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Ratatouille and secretly have one earbud in that has Chongo's music in it. Okay, Laura, a- Laura, ask your question. Would you guys watch more Back at the Barnyard? Yeah. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Probably not. Why is your reasoning, Gavin? Oh, because I was being a sarcastic douche. I don't want to watch That's more Back good. at the Barnyard. Alright. I'm gonna not watch it. Oh, and you're leaving to not watch it. That's not how the bit goes. Do we? Oh, okay. We stay here when we don't watch. Then stop the recording. Okay, bye, everyone. I thought we'd leave in both cases. No. I thought we did, too. All right. Bye. Gavin's Gavin's got better things to do. Bye. Bye, everyone. Music's fading in. Barnyard. We'd like to apologize for the previous part. You need to get your shit together. I can't. You I need can't. to compose I... your damn self and then continue in an <laughs> audible manner that people can decipher. Do I need to restart that? Maybe. I'll let you decide. I'll I'm s- not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't handle it right now. I'll start at the last bit. And then it cuts, and then... Hey! Fuck. Thought. <laughs> she just called it a thought. I'm, I'm looking for Back at the Barnyard title cards. Okay. <laughs> this is on topic. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.